The sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Second hour of the program. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Show on KTGR, KTGR KTGR.com, and the KTGR app. It's Andy and Brendan. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here. We're going to talk the new college football playoff model, as you heard, the National Sports Center made official today by the uh, board of directors on the CFP committee. Five automatic qualifiers, seven at-large spots. Does that help Mizzou a little bit with their chances as they shoot for the playoff next year in 2024? We'll talk about it coming up here in just a few minutes, and we'll get you to coverage of Mizzou and Tennessee men's basketball at 5.30. Before we go, we'll give our quick thoughts on that and who we got and why we got them uh, here at 5.25. 875-KTGR to call or text us. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the Top 5 at 5 on the big show, number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Well, we've had a little more than a day now to come down from and react to the news that Mizzou's athletic director, Desiree Reed Francois, was leaving the university. She was introduced as the new AD at the University of Arizona, her alma mater, earlier today. And she said all the right things, didn't make any waves in terms of disparaging Mizzou on her way out, nothing like that. She was cordial. All the coaches at Mizzou who have spoken about her departure have been cordial. Both basketball coaches did so last night on Tiger Talk. Everybody's saying the right things. Eli Drinkwood's with a nice tweet. But I think the bottom line is everything's going to be okay. Like, the coaches still here at Mizzou, the people that want to be here, still believe the future is bright. Now it's just about the curators coming together with Moon Choi and finding that next AD to carry the vision forward. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. Cardinal manager Ollie Marmel told us earlier today on the patio outside the Cardinals clubhouse in Jupiter, which is where I am, it's really sunny and nice, uh, said that Libertor and Zach Thompson will be starting on Saturday. The Cardinals have a split squad to begin Grapefruit League play there on the 24th of February. Those two seem to be competing for the sixth starter spot, which is kind of weird because it's only a spot that's necessary if somebody ahead of them gets injured. Either way, I think both lefties are going to serve an important role for the Cardinals in 2024. Number three. There's Well, we know by now that Sam Horn undergoing Tommy John surgery per the report of Gabe DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. We don't really know the details of what type of Tommy John surgery he's going to have, which means we don't know a lot about the recovery timeline. But from a football perspective, it was a good point by Will Carroll, the injury expert, earlier in the show. Brock Purdy had the surgery after the season and then was ready for the first week in the NFL. So maybe it is possible from a football standpoint for Sam Horn to return soon. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. The Chiefs have to decide by 4 p.m. Eastern on March 5th whether to franchise tag defensive lineman Chris Jones for a contract in the neighborhood of $32 million. I do agree with what they said on the National Sports Center update moments ago. I think the Chiefs have leverage here. They could decide to bring Jones back and maybe deal with the fallout of the ramifications, maybe a holdout if he's not happy, or they could use that money elsewhere and just shift their identity slightly toward a more offensive-oriented team if they use that money on a wide receiver. Number five. What the five fingers? Say to the face! Slap! I'm thinking of applying to be an MLS replacement ref because the league starts tomorrow with no agreement in place. I don't know if Andy is necessarily going to join me, though, after what I heard about his repping experience. That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR. 
875 KTGR. You can call or text us. Yeah, I mean, it was short lived. I think I probably would have continued it if, you know, the, the hours worked out a little bit more. Because that was a time where I didn't have an afternoon sports talk show from four to six. <laughs> That's fair. And, yeah. and most of these games, you know, with prep level, youth level, they're happening around that same time. And so yeah. the schedule didn't work out as much there. So I kind of had to hang up the whistle. But uh, you, know. you got red carded. On I know. Your yeah. I, I career. Did, yeah. That was that was what happened. It's kind of interesting, though. You mentioned, you know, doing the show from four to six. There's just that's just one example of things that you don't get to do as a result. Right. Like when's the last time you've been to a happy hour? We're, we're just, I know. Yeah. We're just in here we are, all the time. We are the happy hour. We are that's the what it is. Yeah. For all the people out there. They get their happy hour and we're, you know, just, it, you know, it could be worse. just, you know, don't don't drink on air, I suppose. Well, the, the... well, but they're not on the air. We are. We right? are. Like it's, yeah. We're their yeah. happy hour. They just get to listen to us. But I think it works out. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think we do. I think we're doing OK. It's kind of fun. I, I talk to you maybe more. Deb. I mean, I would do four days out of the seven with you. That would be nice. Just kind of shrink <laughs> it down a little bit. You probably yeah. think, Great. yeah, Brendan's like good for an hour and a half per week. I can oh. handle him. But, uh, you know, we're here having fun. I'm having a hard time, too, this week because it's actually an hour later where I am here in Jupiter. Right, so I have yeah, to kind so of it's adjust. it's five to seven for you. Yeah, yeah. I have to kind of mentally adjust. I haven't missed the show yet. That's good. That's good news, right? I haven't forgotten that the time That is good change. news. Yes, I'm glad that that's happened. Um, but, uh, or hasn't I happened guess, yet. I guess it would be very difficult because typically I look at the clock and go, hey, four o'clock, showtime. Whereas now the only thing that can happen is I could be an hour early. You could be like, I'm, we're not doing the show yet. It's 3 o'clock Central. No, yeah. Just so, wait an hour. But if you were in Arizona, you'd be in some trouble, right? You that to, I probably will yeah. have missed a show if, if the Cardinals had spring camp in Arizona like so many teams do. So glad that Florida uh, is, Works is out. the place for them. Works out. We're all happy with that. 875-KTGR, call or text us. And I think we're happy with this new model that the college football playoff committee put out as to how they're going to select the teams uh, for the 12-team format, expanding from 4 to 12, you know, it's, it's necessitated by the Pac-12 not being a power conference anymore. You know, I got a text from uh, one of our buddies here at our sister station, uh, 94.3 Cat Country, uh, Kevin Hilly, texted me that, uh, you know, the, the Pac-12 is as much of a power conference as Pluto is a planet. Whoa! Oh, whoa! Why is Pluto catching a stray? Oh, man. Come on. I'm Sorry, always Pluto. team Pluto. Man, they bag on Pluto like it's just not right, man. Yeah, but no, that's kind of true. It is I mean, Pluto true. Pluto lost its status as a, a planet. If Pluto had a better athletic director, it right, probably yeah. that wouldn't have happened. I mean, when we're talking about the, the media rights deals that the other planets in the solar system were able to broker, yep. you know, it, they were the forward-thinking ones. Saturn, you know, Dude, Jupiter. Saturn is, I mean, Jupiter's they, got a great deal. Jupiter keeps getting fatter and fatter pockets with uh, <laughs> with the media deal that they got. Just sucking in I everything mean, around, right? Them, you know? Just everything just revolves around them, I suppose. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go for planetary <laughs> puns here today, but but I liked it. That's, That's where, where we, we landed. That's where we went. Uh, but, hey, the, the new format is now five automatic qualifiers. So you're talking the uh, the four power conferences now, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC, automatic bids. And uh, those are likely to be the, the four highest ranked conference champions are likely to be those four 
from those four conferences, and they're all going to get buys. They're good, even if they're ranked lower than a team that is not a conference champion, they're going to slot slot up to at least okay number four and get a buy, which I don't like. Um, yeah, but, I don't. I don't either. But yeah. so, like, let's let's play this out. Who's the conference most likely to upset the Apple Car? Probably the ACC, or is it the Big Ten? It could be probably either of those. And that probably, whoa, 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 Brendan spoke bad. Big Twelve. I meant to say Big Twelve instead of Big Ten. So Big Twelve. Is there going to be like a Big Twelve or an ACC champ that gets an auto bid to a buy that maybe wasn't going to be ranked in the top four? Those are probably the two conferences I think that we one hundred percent there will be. It's right? probably going to happen it's going almost to every happen, year, yeah. right? Because again, you talk about Michigan and Ohio State. If they both, well, they probably won't go undefeated because they'll play each other. But uh, let's take two teams in the SEC that won't play each other. Why don't we say Mizzou? I think and, we should. And, right. Say Mizzou and Georgia. They go undefeated. They don't play each other, right? Oh, we they don't, don't play Georgia this they year? They don't play Georgia this year. We do go to Bama, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. We exchange those two. But let's uh, let's say they run the table because we're, yeah. we're, you know, the Mizzou show here, right? Yes. They run the table. Georgia runs the table. They meet in Atlanta for the SEC championship game, both 12-0. and 0. Yeah, Georgia loses, unfortunately, for their fan base. Right, and but, oh. then they, but then they don't get a bye. Right, and, they probably know, still deserve to be in the top four, don't you think? But Louisville goes 10-2 and two and upsets somebody in the ACC championship game. Or BYU game. somehow wins the Big 12 or something like that. I mean, they know? might be the only team left there that can. I don't know. The I don't, Big 12 I have no idea. Joke. I don't know no who's going to win that conference. TCU probably. Well, TCU is still pretty strong. Is that the power of the conference? Like, who are the biggest programs left in that? Kansas State? I mean, they've had a, a couple good years. Kansas State, Cincinnati, I guess. You could I mean, have a, Well, like, there's... Okay, who's coming in? Uh, you've got... Uh, shoot. Oh, it's like I mean, the Arizona State. Yeah, Arizona, and those Arizona guys State. Came not, in. None of them, probably. Colorado, probably. Utah. Not Utah, Col- Utah, will, Utah will, will is going to run that conference. It. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... Fascinating. But again, are any of those teams teams that you automatically put in the top no, four of they college football? This up. They yeah. messed this up. The, well, there's, and again, this is what I'm saying. No, you're right. With the, with the baseball playoffs, too, they should do that the same way. Come on. This is how baseball does it. That's they fair. put the division winners in a certain seed that isn't as low. Yeah, well, you're used to it, so actually, you don't actually, call it out. Time out. This isn't true. Baseball doesn't do this entirely because you can be a division winner that gets boxed out of the buys. There aren't the same number of buys as there are division winners okay, in football. But still, but the sentiment is the same. Like I think it's a little different. That, okay, it is, it's not exactly the same, but the point that I'm making still stands. I that understand. you have your protocols to qualify for the playoff format, and then once you get in, you reseed based off of who else made it not based off of how you did against the teams that didn't make it. And that would be against your own conference. And like essentially the conference is boosting you up to this position. That's what I don't like. But again, I could go on a tirade about that. Well, what I think here's what I think is, is not great about this new format. And I agree. It's the same thing you're kind of complaining about here. These auto bids into the buy, like how inconceivable would it be that you have a three loss Big Twelve team get that one of these years? You know what I'm saying? Well, like that's I mean, not yeah. crazy at all because the Big Twelve is 
going to be not that good, and there might be some parity there to determine it. And if you have a team that, like, let's say it's, yeah, TCU or Utah, take your pick. I think it's more Utah right now. Let's say Utah goes 11-1 and or something, has a really nice season, maybe yeah. one conference loss. The second best team in the Big 12, maybe that's a 9-3 and Kansas State. Maybe they've got two conference losses and they cough up a non-con because they play a tough schedule. I'm just making up an example. Right. But then Kansas State could win that game, that conference championship conference game. championship, yeah. They're ranked number four in the country for the purposes of the bracket. Yeah. That's crazy Right. Like, that that needs to be changed. I, I, I think it has to be. The They're not going that, to, but. The teams that are going to benefit from that, though, are probably the teams that get to play them. Like, the number five seed then is going to host a home playoff game, which, again, I like, I don't think I hate it that much. I think it's a bad system, but I, I want to see my team host a home playoff game. And so the only way that I don't get to is. Yeah, you know, I mean, the thing is, if you ask every single one of these teams, would you rather have a home playoff game or would you rather skip it and have a bye? I think they're all taking They'd the rather bye. have a bye, I know. Right, and, but again, that's kind of why I I feel a little bad for the top four because they don't have the, the distinction of getting to host a college football playoff game, which is something we hadn't seen before. That's true. Right? But you also, you know what else you have? You have a situation now where almost certainly – the top four teams that get these buys will not be the four best teams in the country. Yeah, probably not. It's going to because, be very unlikely. Yeah, because, again, there's going to be a Big Ten team and an SEC team that loses the conference championship game or or gets shut out of it completely because of just record and things like that. Maybe they just didn't get the tie break well, that they want look, to get into the college. If you're not a top 12 team, you're probably not. The, you know, well, what I'm saying is within their own one. within their own standings. Like if they yeah. if they're a one loss team and there are a bunch of other one loss teams out there, but they get shut out because of a tiebreaker scenario and they can't sure. play in their conference championship to bolster their spot, then that that kind of shuts them out. Or a if bit. it's George, I don't know if Georgia and Bama play. I like the Georgia and Mizzou example best. If Georgia and Mizzou both run the table, you know, the the loser of that SEC championship game is going to be better. Than nine and three Louisville, yes. or you know whatever it ends up being yeah. that maybe pulls off an upset in their title game in a lesser conference against lesser competition. So I think that's an inherent flaw of it. But I mean, what we gain from this five plus seven rule relative to what we had before is an additional at large, right? Yes. So yep, I think it's a I think it that's a good thing because Mizzou. I'm telling you, if you wanna if you wanna go on this journey with me, could be in a situation where they're ten and two with. You know, maybe they don't beat Bama, and maybe they they cough up the OU game. God forbid, please don't do that. Or they yeah. lose it at Texas A and M. Maybe, maybe their two losses are at A and M and Bama, and then you win at home against Oklahoma. But since they go six and six, that's not really that impressive to the committee. Oh, man. And so now, I mean, I'm not even joking. They're not going to have a good season. But wow. you're you're now you're ten and two. Are you the number twelve team in the country? Eleven, thirteen? Like you're going to be on that line, especially this particular year here's, with Mizzou's schedule. And here's the thing: ten and two next year, I don't think is as impressive as ten and two this year. No, right? and it's not a guarantee to make no. the playoff. Your non-con is significantly worse. Yeah, I, I think your conference schedule is is worse than it was last year. It's still an SEC schedule. There's yeah. still tough teams there, but uh, again, if you drop one or two. Then you have fewer chances at at quality wins. I I really think it needs to be eleven to feel good about it. Uh, yeah, being in ten the field. ten is going to depend on everybody else, and that's right. not a good place to be. No, nope. granted, let's like check ourselves before we wreck ourselves here. We're talking about Mizzou going ten and two in a year that we're not in yet, 
and going, well, you know, that might not get us in the playoff. Like, just be grateful for where we are to be able to have this conversation and not be told by any people other than OU fans that we're insane. I think this is the right trajectory of the conversation. But I do think if we're going to live in this hypothetical, 10-2 and is not a guarantee for the playoff, even for – because there could be four or five SEC teams that are 10-2. I know people may not fully appreciate that yet, but it's a big conference now with a lot of really good teams, and if they all run their non-con and, and stagger their losses accordingly in the conference schedule, like that could end up being the case where, yeah, there's so many 10-2s. Like this year, Ole Miss snuck in, but you know only just barely by the virtue of some other conference championship games going the way that they did. It's very fascinating. Uh, what do you think of the... Uh, playoff format that was just approved today by the uh, college football playoff committee, 875KTGR, or really I should say the board of managers, uh, the members who uh, put together the protocols for how they uh, select the teams and everything like that. But again, five plus seven, you get five automatic qualifiers. So those are your five highest ranked conference champs. That's including a group of five conference champion and then seven at larges. So. Now, here's another interesting angle. Let's go back to this. Okay. Let's talk about, does Georgia play Bama? Who? Let me, let me get it for you. Better, 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 better. What about Georgia and Texas? Do they play? I don't think they play. Either way, I think Texas I might I don't be... think they do. You're... Okay, so let's use those two because, honestly, post-Saban, we don't know what Bama's going to be. So we can't just treat them as, like, the hypothetical superpower until we kind of see what that looks like. Under Georgia does play Bama on September 20th. But not Texas. Because I, I, I'm going to use Georgia and Texas. They that do makes not play Texas. They do play Texas, so, actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's fine. This this can still work. Because don't you think <laughs> don't you think Georgia and Texas might be the two, like, I'm asking now, like, nationally, what do they think coming into next year? Don't you think a lot of people will view those as the two top teams with what they have coming back? A lot of them will, yeah. And Bama's like in that conversation. Bama but. is too. I mean, they're, uh, I'll give Kalen DeBoer credit. There's some good things happening in the portal for him. Okay. I, I think they got a pretty strong uh, safety the other day from uh, from Michigan. and so uh, I see the Saban factor costing them a game that they otherwise yeah. wouldn't lose normally. Ole so Miss be, will be in that conversation too, by the way. They will because, be. All yeah, right. They'll, they'll well, be. we don't have to do this whole SEC breakdown. This is mostly a hypothetical. Yeah. Let's say Texas, Georgia, you know, let's say Georgia wins and they go twelve and zero. Texas is eleven and one, and they're they're rematching, right? And let's say the other one wins the rematch, so that one is now probably number one in the country unless there's an undefeated. But they're in that top four, right? You know, both teams are what at that point twelve and one. Both Georgia and Texas, they will have played twice. They will have split their games for twelve and one. Yep. There, nobody is doubting that that's one of the best four or five teams in the country. Like really good teams on both sides. The loser of the conference championship game will be the five seed in the bracket. What that means is, and I'm I'm pointing this out not as like a criticism, but we're just kind of breaking down the format. That's almost going to be like really favorable for the team that loses that because you're going to be now in a situation where the five, you get to host the 12, which is going to be likely the group of G5 champs. G6, yep. I guess now if you count Pac-12. The group yeah. of lessers, I'll just yeah. call them the group of lessers. You're hosting that team, which this year was Liberty, right? We saw Liberty play its bowl game. Um, Georgia Should have been SMU, but Georgia's beating that, <laughs> beating that SMU Liberty. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Appalachian State. Georgia's winning that game at home, and then 
Now they do have to play a team that got a bye, but it's that it's that nine and three ACC champ. It's that ten and two or ten and three Big Twelve champ in some years that snuck in because they won a lesser conference and they sure. were the four seed. Yeah. And you don't have to go on the road for that game. It's a bowl game played at a neutral site. Right. So essentially, you could see if there's a if there's a team that loses its conference championship game, kind of like Georgia did this past year, but we all knew was a really, really good team, that team's probably in the Final Four because of the way this sets up. Okay, but then you're playing the one in the semis. That's... Yes. So you see a path to the semis. If the one survives. I see a a very interesting path to the semis for the five. For the five, Almost more so than the four, even though they won their conference. But, like, that's that's the way that these artificial levels are going to allow it to set up. And, yeah, then you're going to have to take on the number one team in that semifinal round. But, you know, that just is what it is. By the way, do they reseed if somebody gets upset, or is this just, like, going to be bracketed? I'm pretty sure this is just bracketed. I think it's I'll, bracketed, I'll double I check to make sure in the release if it even plays that out. No, I think it would be just bracketed. That's Yeah. I would have to imagine, but I guess I, I asked because I didn't know. NFL reseeds. We don't, it doesn't get a lot of pub, but they technically do. No, there won't be. A, from what I can tell, it doesn't appear that there will be any kind of reseeding, which, again, makes it very interesting, right? Because the five seed, all of a sudden, you're you're right. They have a favorable path, and you can see the the advantages that a team like that would have to at least get to the semis. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, you're you're talking about that hypothetical though of a team that loses either the Big Ten or the SEC championship game. Yeah, gets left out of the top four. Probably Might be gets their only loss. Up to five. Yes, it yeah. probably goes undefeated at that point but has to stay at five because that's how the format is. That that game will be their uh, – that home game they're playing in the first round will be their 14th that's a great game. great point. 14th game. That's all right. I mean, we're capped out at 15 for the teams that make the playoff. I mean, if you're talking about that first-round game being your 14th and then you're going to play as many as 17 games. That's an amazing point. Right? Like, it's just – it's an unpre- This is uncharted territory for college football for how many yes. games we're putting on the legs of these college kids. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how they're going to hold up through all of it, man. That That's why I – yes, the five does get in a favorable spot with the matchups, but, man, I want the bye. But to, like, to get there, I you're want playing the bye, a man. bunch of games, yeah. man. That's a good point. Like, you, the national champion will have most likely played 16 games. And, and maybe seventeen, right? And maybe if that's the scenario. if they come from the the five through twelve, which if if the, if a team should lose their conference championship in the SEC or Big Ten, yeah, and then win the national championship, that team I, I believe will have played seventeen seventeen games. games. That's crazy. I, I mean, didn't think about that, but just that's a good point. A lot of football to be putting on eighteen to twenty one year old kids. I mean, <laughs> what do we? How much do they play in high school? Like at here in Missouri, regular season's nine like games. Eight or nine, yeah. It nine seems like. games. And then you have playoffs. But... And then playoffs are, you know, you got three weeks for districts. That's 12. Your state uh, games, you've only got maybe two or three of those. So, I mean, so you're, some of you're, them, I mean, you're it close gets up to there. 15 if you're, if you're part of a state championship uh, title team. Right, which very few people are. But, right. You know, that, that, you get pushed in that regard. That's fair. But again, we're talking about major college football here, going yeah. up a level and doing that. I am very interested to see how they have to manage that. And again, there's there's a whole schedule thing that has to be worked out there too. 
But uh, 875-KTGR, if you want to, call or text us here. Real quick, before we bring you to uh, Mizzou basketball coverage here uh, at 530, I, I'll just I'll just ask you, Brendan, what do, what do you think? Well. The score prediction for tonight, Mizzou, Tennessee. Is, is Jackson Francois going to be there? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, that matters. Somebody appeared to uh, text in and say that he was, but uh, I, I can't. Confirm or deny that I, yet, but I'm about to head over to the gym. to. Uh, well, to I bet he'll know. be there because my guy Daniel was texting. He was tracking the flights, and there was, was one he? back from Tucson to Columbia. So I think he'll be there, and Mizzou wins it by five. Uh, Mizzou loses tonight by 20. I can't do that. Oh. Sorry, man. Tune in, though, as uh, coverage starts in just a few minutes here on KTGR from Mizzou in Tennessee. We're back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. He's Brendan. I'm Andy. We're done for now.